Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of validating your own and other people's feelings. I will also briefly talk about July being Minority Mental Health Awareness Month and the importance of having a month dedicated to that. everyone is doing well um i'm just you know preparing for like this home stretch of school like in my life ever i really don't plan on going back um so um once i finish grad school this is like the home stretch like it's over after this so um just preparing for that and i've had like a really chill summer so i just don't know what i'm gonna do when the ball starts rolling soon for grad school i actually had a zoom with like my cohort recently and like some of the advisors and i was like oh god i was like okay it's a lot of information to take in but you know i just believe that i got in for a reason and that it's gonna work out in my favor so i'm excited about that and I've just really been just really enjoying this summer off because this is like pretty much my last summer off before it gets real like you know next summer I'll still be like finishing my last bit of grad school and then I'll graduate hopefully like August of 2024 um which is next year so yeah this is like pretty much like my last summer off and then you know all the summers after that I'm probably going to be working so you know just really trying to soak it all in it's just getting real but um I think um me just relaxing and just taking in this last real summer break as a student is why I've been like a bit inconsistent with posting but you know I'm really just trying my best to do what I can and um also you know as many of you know um it has just been very hot lately I don't know um I feel like everywhere it's been incredibly hot and being in Florida it's been very hot so um another reason why I kind of was off the radar was um my asthma started acting up um I have like mild asthma that doesn't really act up unless I'm sick um, but I guess being in the hot, it really triggered something because I was having like shortness of breath and chest pains and stuff that just like would not go away for like two weeks. But then, um, when I went to the ER, we got that kind of situated and stuff, but yeah, so it's just been, you know, a lot of things going on, but I'm overall just very grateful for the summer um and for this much needed time to just like rest and just get my life together before it gets real so but on this episode I just really wanted to touch on um validating people's feelings because I think that's something that we all can grow in because oftentimes we can think of validating another person's feelings as agreeing with them but you can definitely disagree with someone and you can disagree with you know um, if you guys are in an argument, you can definitely disagree with, you know, their point, but you can still, you know, validate the emotions that they have. 
Um, and I think oftentimes when we disagree with a point a person has, like you start to invalidate them, but you can still validate a person and, you know, validate like, okay, that's your opinion. And, you know, that's your perspective. We all have different perspectives. Um, I think sometimes that can be a little difficult for people to do, but, you know, one of the main lessons that I learned in my, um, communication studies classes when I was my, when I had my minor in it is that successful communication happens when the sender and the receiver of a message have matched meanings, which it that really always stuck with me because that is very important. That's pretty much how communication goes because, you know, if the message gets misconstrued in the process of like a person saying something to someone else, then that means someone is probably gonna take something the wrong way because they don't understand the context in which you're saying it. Um, and so I know for me, like I definitely use that idea a lot in my relationships in my life because, you know, if I'm trying to express something to someone and we don't have a matched meaning, like they don't take it in the same way that I meant it, then that turns into a whole thing. So it's just so important with successful communication. That's really the goal is for what you say to match, um, you know, how the other person understands it. And so, you know, oftentimes like people can really negate other people's feelings and people know the power of emotional triggers that's that's a huge way that people can invalidate somebody's feelings is because they know how to pull that person's emotional triggers and most of the time the people closest to us set those emotional triggers off um, because they know us like they know what sets us off and that can ultimately really just affect how we act in the communication process and how we act in validating someone's feelings so like for example, anytime someone calls me too sensitive or like something along those lines, like that's an emotional trigger for me because then at that point I completely shut down because now I feel like, okay, my feelings are being completely invalidated and that now I need to suppress my emotions, even though I felt like my emotions were valid for that situation. Um, and, you know, that causes issues in communication because the minute you set off someone's emotional triggers, now they have like just completely stopped listening to your point. And now there's just kind of like this buffer in the communication process. And that's the thing, like there's nothing wrong with feeling your emotions on a deep level. Like some people are just like that, just like how there's some people in the world who don't show emotion often. There are also people in this world who just show a lot of emotion. And I just believe that saying someone is sensitive especially if they are upset at something you did is just really completely invalidating their emotions because if you did or said something that hurt that person's feelings even if that wasn't your intention those are still their feelings and you know whether you agree with them or not you can still like validate and acknowledge them that's you know not that's not only you know growing um, as far as like validating people, but that's also just taking accountability. Um, and I also just feel like, you know, emotional triggers, they, they come in many forms, you know, so, you know, whether it's really drastic things or more subliminal things like, you know, um, let's say you didn't get into a college or you didn't get a job that you really wanted. And then all of a sudden 
you're talking with someone or you end up at like a seminar or something and all they're talking about is that college or that type of job you wanted and you know that in itself could really set something off in you emotionally um so it really comes in a lot of different forms a lot of different ways and um emotional triggers like they don't always have to be with conversations or anything like sometimes they happen in general because you can't always avoid your emotional triggers or you know, sometimes you don't realize something is more of an emotional trigger than you thought until something triggers it, you know, and that's really the thing. Like, you don't really know what your emotional triggers are, I guess, until it is triggered. Um, and so, like, for example, I remember um, it was like a few months ago there, um, the church I go to here in Gainesville, um, they had like a a woman come onto the TV screen and she was sharing her story about how she got involved with the church. And she started talking about the story of like her mom dying from cancer. And it just had so many similarities to like my aunt Cindy's story about how she had it multiple times and beat it. And then finally it got to a point where she just like didn't beat it. And so it just brought up so many emotions. And I knew like, like the thing is, is I, I knew that cancer was something that was emotional for me because of that personal connection with my aunt Cindy dying from it. But I, I didn't realize like the level of emotional trigger it was for me until like seeing that video and just like feeling a lot of emotion. So, you know, that was something for me. And then I also um, was watching a reality show where um, a person their dog had died and so that was an emotional trigger because I was thinking about my dogs and how they passed and just how emotional I was and on the show that person was very emotional because um, of their dog dying so it just brought me back to that place and um, I was just like you know but I think with the dog dying one though like I definitely knew that that was my trigger I can't even even before my dogs passed I could never even watch like those sad dog abuse commercials and stuff so I kind of already knew um so I kind of set myself up for that one but um you know yeah so those are like just some examples of how like you know emotional triggers can really be anywhere um and I remember um, actually learning about this concept of communicative validation, which was by James Williams, um, which he explains is just like accepting the person you're speaking with as the person they are. So that means listening to them and accepting that what they're saying is their belief. So, you know, this means that you can validate a person and their emotions and their belief, but that doesn't mean you agree with it. You know, like that's their opinion. That's how they feel. And that's okay. Like they're a human being. They're entitled to that. That's how they feel. Um, so that means like you, you know, again, you don't have to agree with it, but you also can't take that away from them because that's their feelings. And so, you know, you can validate without agreeing because that's their personal feelings and you can't or shouldn't tell someone how they need to feel. You know, you have to really just whenever you're having conversations going into it like accepting them for who they are like that's who they are um and you can't change someone you know that has to come from within and those are their feelings so you can't make somebody believe what you believe um 
as much as you know that can be hard you can want to because you can feel like your belief is more on like the moral side or whatever but at the end of the day you can't for somebody else to still feel that um what you feel so and I think it's just a really interesting concept really just to wrap your mind around um and I can even say that I'm a work in progress with this one because for the longest whenever someone in my life like hurt me really bad whether they said something or did something um to me I just wanted to continue listing each and every way to them as to why they were wrong because I was just in this headspace of like how can you not see how wrong you are in this situation and you know after being you know just you know going through growth and learning um through like my communication classes and like the books we would read and things like that it just made me realize like oh wow like there's so many situations where I could have did a lot better at validating another person's feelings like I definitely could have did so much better and um I just used to always view validation as agreeing and like letting the other person win but you know as I continue to grow and realize that you know even if you know, I felt like a person was incredibly wrong in a situation, like I don't understand how you don't see how you were wrong. I still needed to just validate what they were saying and validate that at the end of the day, like that's their feelings. Um, and you know, it wasn't agreeing with them, but just acknowledging that their feelings are theirs. Um, and that they're entitled to those, you know, emotions, like that's how they feel. And that's their perspective of it. Um, and, you know, validation doesn't always have to be, you know, in disagreements, but just in general, when a person is expressing their feelings, like maybe they're really stressed or something, being there to just validate them and like letting them have like their moment, you know, even if you think in your mind, okay, like they're being really dramatic or something, just always keep in mind that those are their feelings and not yours to dictate. Um, and I, I actually remember one time this girl um, in one of my classes, she was saying that when it comes to family, it may be easier to not validate their feelings or to be more judgmental, um, especially when it comes to an argument or a disagreement on something, because at the end of the day, they're your family and they're kind of like stuck with you in a sense, like you're going to probably always be around them some way, somehow. Um, whereas a friend, like friends can come and go, like they don't really have that obligation to be with you, like they're not blood or whatever. Um, so you may be a little more afraid to step on their toes. And that really stuck with me because when I really thought about it, I was like, there was a lot more times where I felt a little more comfortable stepping on a family member's toes, you know, and being a little more judgmental with them because I'm like okay like we're family like families fight you know but at the end of the day we're family versus with a friend you know yeah friends fight too but friends kind of at the same time like they're not connected with you in the same sense you know with like blood relation wise and stuff 
Um, and so it's almost like sometimes you can bite your tongue a little more with friends. And of course, that's not always the case. But I know like for me personally, that's kind of how it was because I was like, oh, I don't want to lose this friend versus like if I'm having to argue with an argument with my mom, I'm like, okay, that's my mom at the end of the day. Like we're still like that, like she's not going to like undaughter me. So, you know, um, and so it's just it's interesting. But of course, that also is like, I guess, dependent on like who you are um and just kind of like the connections and background you have but I I definitely believe in a lot of cases that's the like that's the truth it's just it's easier to be a little more judgmental with your family versus with your friends but um definitely shout out to the people who are you know willing to be to express themselves regardless um you know whether they're family friends or whatever um it is very hard but um, I definitely believe it is sometimes a little easier for some people to be more judgmental with their family because they know that they are kind of more obligated to them. But regardless, family, friend or whatever, stranger, honestly, you know, still be aware and cognizant of how you treat people and their emotions, because at the end of the day, no matter how you feel or if you feel like a person needs to change for the better like you feel like you know sometimes they can have some ways about them or you know sometimes their emotions are not like yours or they're not appropriate in your mind you have to remember that you can only change yourself you can't change others and it can that's a very hard concept to really except but that's just the reality of it like you cannot change anybody as much as you may want to you can't change anyone but yourself you only have control of yourself um and sometimes you know it isn't even always other people who invalidate our feelings sometimes it can be self-sabotage and we can invalidate our own feelings um, for example, like I know I've had many times where, you know, I've been really upset about what a person has said or done to me, but then I'll sometimes like hold back because I'll be like, okay, well, maybe, you know, I'm just being overly emotional or, well, maybe they didn't do this or that for, you know, me or whatever. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, you know, at one point in my life, they did this and like they do this for me and all this stuff. But like, just that consistent way of finding an excuse but no matter what a person has done for you or anything sometimes those people can hurt your feelings too and that's okay don't invalidate how you feel um it doesn't mean like you don't appreciate what a person has done or anything like that it just means at that time whatever situation they hurt your feelings and you're allowed to feel that way um, and I know sometimes like I can even invalidate my feelings when, you know, I have like those feelings of like currently worry and doubt about grad school and like the future and finding a future job because I'm like, well, you know, at least I have financial help through it while, you know, other people have more reasons to worry because they don't have that type of help and, you know, like things like that. But then I have to really catch myself and remember that regardless of that my feelings are still valid and that I shouldn't suppress them because someone out there may have it worse so it's just really important to you know of course remember your humility um in life but to also not negate your feelings because of it you know 
but you know overall like in general um, whenever it comes to validation one of my favorite things that I learned in one of my communication classes was the validation steps by James Williams which was you know to be present you know practice reflecting use your feeling words understanding the context and perspectives in a situation creating a supportive environment and just overall validating validating a person's feelings and just showing genuine care because ultimately that's what people want in life you know whether they say it or not it's just to know that they are supported to understand or to know that they're being understood um or to at least have someone show care um in whatever they're going through so whether it's you know an argument and you're just acknowledging that yes I disagree with you but you know your feelings are valid and I you know acknowledge your feelings or whether it's a person venting to you and you just listening and validating them and letting them have those feelings and not judging them you know that's what people in this world want it's just you know that supportive you know genuine care type of environment um for them and then of course you know again like he's um james williams said in his steps is one of the key steps that i really liked was practice reflecting because sometimes we're always so looking at what everybody else is like doing wrong or you know oh their opinion on this or whatever but we need to sometimes just reflect on ourselves like what can we do in the situation that might be different um, what can I do to grow so I can help create that supportive environment and so I can learn to be able to validate people's feelings even when it is really hard to do so you know so that's reflection is always important um, and overall just always remember that your feelings are yours they're valid people don't have to agree with them but they do definitely need to respect them because you can't take away how a person feels um, and don't fear hold back or internalize your emotions because of others because you know you need to allow yourself to feel and don't let somebody you know make you feel like you can't feel away because if that's how you feel that's genuinely just how you feel so just always remember that um, you deserve to be respected and to give that respect back regardless of you know whether you agree with them or not now into the let's discuss segment so i wanted to just take the time to acknowledge that july is minority mental health awareness month and so this month was created in honor of the work that was done by bb moore campbell um, and she was the author, um, she was an author, journalist, teacher, and mental health advocate. And she just worked to bring awareness to like just the unique and specific struggles, like mental health struggles that minorities face due to like their racial and ethnic backgrounds. And she helped these communities through her own like firsthand experiences with, you know, family members that had mental illness. Um, and then she was also one of the founding members of the National Alliance on Mental Illness in urban Los Angeles. And so um, according to the Minority Mental Health website, in 2021, it was estimated that only 39% of Black or African-American adults 
25% of Asian adults and 36% of Hispanic Latino adults with any mental illness were treated compared to the 52% of non-Hispanic white adults. And then also a study suggested that Hispanic men who identified as LGBTQI plus um, experienced higher rates of body image disorders than Hispanic women, Black and African-American men and women and white men and women who identified in that community as well. And then according to the Veterans Health Administration Department of Veterans Affairs, American Indian and Alaska Native veterans reported experiencing PTSD at double the rate of non-Hispanic white veterans. Um, and then in 2020, suicide was the leading cause of death among Asian Americans and Pacific Pacific Islanders, sorry, um, age 10 to 19, it was the second leading cause of death among those aged 20 to 34. Um, and so the website also mentions that in May 2008, the U.S. House of Representatives, they announced July as B.B. Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month and um, Along with that, they recognize that um, improved access to mental health treatment and services and public awareness of mental illness are of paramount importance. Um, they also recognize that there is an important need for improved access to care, treatment, and services for those diagnosed with severe and persistent mental health disorders and improved public awareness of mental illness. Um, and they also acknowledged that um, it was an appropriate month, which should be recognized as B.B. Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month to really enhance public awareness of mental illness and mental illness among minorities specifically. Um, and I, I think that minority mental health should also just be recognized throughout the year because minorities tend to face just a lot of issues simply for their race and they are often not given those adequate resources or safe space to get help and to be vulnerable in their emotions. Um, and I did an episode way back for my um, episode five about minority mental health with my former roommate. Um, and even though it is an older episode, it still holds a lot of value and good information. So definitely check that out as well if you want. Um, and I hope over time just in the world that minorities are able to get more and more help and acceptance when they go through things mentally. Um, I can definitely see a shift in more minorities getting into like the mental health field and more minorities being more open to getting mental health help like um, going to therapy and I really do I love that. Um, I really love that a lot because there is nothing wrong with therapy. We can all use one we can all use a therapist and I really love seeing just these generational cycles breaking because of people becoming more open to change that they didn't see growing up like going to therapy and acknowledging feelings and having healthy coping mechanisms when going through difficult times so I really love seeing that there's a change slowly starting to occur in a lot of the minority communities um, and I hope that over time it can grow even more 
Um, and I also recently recorded an episode with my cousin who has been diagnosed with MS and he discussed his journey and mental health as a black man and um, just shared some advice and words of encouragement. So um, in that episode, he, you know, touches on minority mental health awareness as well. Um, and that episode will be a video and audio um, episode. And I'm looking forward to you all to hear that one soon. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was breathe, let go and remind yourself that this very moment is the only one you know you have for sure. So I really liked that quote for this episode because this episode is all about validating feelings and I feel like, you know, this quote really shows that you have to acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge how you feel in a situation, but once you acknowledge it, once you sit in it, breathe and just let go because this is the only moment that you're guaranteed you're not guaranteed the next day you're not guaranteed the next week you know so take every moment and situation and really just take it in don't you know dwell in it you know just allow yourself to breathe let go and keep moving forward because you know if you keep looking back you might end up you know missing out on what is meant for you so just keep going, you know, don't settle and, you know, dwell into whatever you're going through. You know, times can get very hard, but, you know, you don't want to be so stuck in a situation that you end up wasting time that was valuable in life. So, you know, this is your moment, you know, take every moment and cherish it don't ever take anything for granted so just remember to validate your feelings validate other people's feelings and breathe and let go and keep moving forward in all and every situation also before i end the segment you know as i've mentioned before you know i'm gonna be talking about um a black a classic black movie um based on the Taka Brothers podcast um host like their choice you know as I made my commitment um to do that um leading up into my 100th episode so um last time the movie I watched was Harlem Nights and so this time I watched House Party and I'm actually glad this was on their list of um classic black movies to watch because I've always seen like little clips here and there of it um, and like screen grabs, like screenshots of the movie and um, stuff, but I know it's a classic, but I just never really took the time to sit down and like watch it um, until recently and I was thoroughly entertained and so um basically the movie title pretty much explains the gist of the plot which is like these guys parents were out of town and like his best friend really wanted to go so he like snuck out to go um and so at basically they had a house party and the one of the guys wanted it to be like the best house party of course um but then you know it led to problem after problem occurring which i mean is to be expected um when you're doing a house party and stuff but um it was a very entertaining movie to me for sure and overall like i really just enjoyed it i would rate it a five out of five stars because it was just such a fun movie like it was just great vibes like it was just definitely my speed of like a movie like it was just kind of like that comedy and like it was like just 
it was a fun movie and it definitely gets bonus liking for me because of like the music because I love a good like music dancing type of film because it just lightens up your mood for sure it just feels so like relieving lighthearted, just funny chill vibes and I just really enjoyed that That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.